Today I stumbled upon something pretty interesting. I wasn't sure where I was going to go with it or what necessarily the purpose of seeing this was until a friend sent me some things that she was looking at today and it seemed to come together. Today I was watching a press conference with a man I was not familiar with before. He's the vaccine czar. His name is Jeffrey Zients. He was having a press conference with Anthony Fauci. He's a man we've talked about before. His name means flower sickle. Probably can look mostly at his last name, especially considering the times that we appear to be in. But they were spewing lies, and it was very obvious, and they were talking about the J&J &J vaccine, how it's been paused, but then also going on and talking about the Pfizer and the Moderna, and that there was no red flags that have been emerging from any kind of reaction people have been receiving. If you do any research or, being, or pay attention to anything on the outside the mainstream narratives, even if you are paying attention to the mainstream narratives, you will have seen that there are numerous instances where people are being injured or even dying. What they were saying and what was being asked and written down by the reporters in this press conference was really just sad. It's the best way I can say it. It was just sad. But there was something I noticed because I, I hadn't seen this guy's name before, this czar, this Jeffrey Zients, spelled Z-I-E-N-T-S. And they kept talking about how they're following the science. It's been a pattern and something that I've been wondering about and looking at for quite some time. And again, this just can't be by accident. God is giving us the opportunities to see. This whole operation, Warp Speed, basically put a pause on things. Things have been put in lockdown to give us the opportunity to pull out of the world and to focus back on Him. But most have not chosen to do that. They want their world back. They want their life back. They want their normal back. Which is unfortunate. Especially in consideration of all the things that are happening. The hook that's been put in the jaw. This Albert Pike plan that, plan that Kissinger says that he's a, an architect of. Their plan to reduce the world population by 95%. When we read through Ezekiel and Isaiah and Jeremiah and all of the, the older prophets, what Jesus tells us, there's a reason for that. And they are following the script because there needs to be a cleansing. But I've been, I've been watching this and I've been paying attention when I see people posting on social media, they're trusting the science or they, they believe in science. There's a declaration of belief and faith in something called science. I've been trying to find the etymology of it. It's actually quite difficult to really figure out what this is because there's a thing to it. There is something that people are declaring that they believe in, that they are trusting. It's not the scientific method. It's not 
a ph- it's a philosophy, but it's a thing. It's almost like there's a being. And I think it was shown a little bit today in this guy's name. Now his name, this Jeffrey Zients, I don't think that's it, but it is symbolic of something and it's in his name. Again, all of this, there's this duality at play. And most of us are not seeing what is happening because we don't know the meanings of names. We don't know the, name, the meanings of the names of places, what is actually being said. We have this duality of language. But I think it's very critical to look at what is happening with this guy's name as the vaccine czar, czar being a Russian term for a leader. That's not the actual etymology, but if you understand the history of Russia, they used to have czars. Now, okay, what does Jeffrey Zients, what does his name mean? Well, Jeffrey means peace. That's what it appears to be from when I was looking at the etymology and the meaning of the name peace. But peace is represented as white, a white dove. Zients, now the way his name is spent, spelled Z-I-E-N-T-Z, or Z-I-E-N-T-S, I'm sorry, looks to be the Russian word for rabbit. This guy's name could be seen as the white rabbit. Now if there's anything that you have seen as reference to the white rabbit in movies, out of Hollywood, you may have noticed that in the movie The Matrix, I've referred to it before, there is a character named Neo, and as he's exiting the Matrix, he follows the White Rabbit. Now he's pulled out of the Matrix, but that Matrix, once he gets out of it, it looks different than what being pulled out of the Matrix and following the teachings of Jesus would be. This is just simply pulling out of the false world that has been this construct, this world creation, but it's still looking for something a little bit different. But it's following the white rabbit. You could say following Jeffrey Zients. You could even say Neo was trusting the Zients. Another prevalent one would be in Alice in Wonderland. Alice enters Wonderland because she follows the white rabbit. Now, she certainly exits the matrix and enters into what you would probably find if you were to read the book or watch the movies, something as very bizarre. It's like an an underworld you could even refer to as the Netherlands, as we've been talking about. So what is happening when people are following the white rabbit? What is the result? What's happening? And well, if they're following science, if they're making this declaration, they believe in science, or they believe in in this process, this science declaration, they're taking the jab. It's just the tip of the spear, as Donald J. Trump said. He is responsible for this little miracle, this Operation Warp Speed, preparing the vaccine. It's getting the population prepared to take this jab. It's the Albert Pike. It's the bright, shiny spear. It's, they're following the white rabbit. They're taking the jab. They're getting the shot in the arm. It's just the wording that they're using is just extremely strange. Roll up your sleeve and take the jab. And then 
in the press conferences, they keep talking about getting more shots and arms. They're saying something very different than what people are catching. And it's not going to be good. And it's difficult to say this, and it's really tough to watch so many people that are doing this because I don't know what it is going to actually mean, but there is a decision being made, there is a declaration being made, even if it's not necessarily conscious and willful, there's a fear that people are allowing to be put into their minds or they're following this, red, this white rabbit down the wrong path. I don't exactly know what it is going to mean for individuals, but it's not good. That's the only thing I know for sure with this jab. It's not good. So I looked up what does a reference of rabbit in the Bible. I wanted to try and figure out if there's some reference. The main one that came up was out of Leviticus. It's in chapter 11. I'm going to read through verse 4 through 8. Nevertheless, among those that chew the cud or part the hoof, you shall not eat these. The camel, because it chews the cud, but does not have the hoof, or does not part the hoof, is unclean to you. And the rock badger, because it chews the cud, but does not part the hoof, is unclean to you. And the hare, because it chews the cud, but does not part the hoof, is unclean to you. And the pig, because it parts the hoof and is cloven-footed, but does not chew the cud, is unclean to you. You shall not eat any of, the, of their flesh, and you shall not touch their carcasses. They are unclean to you. Now, if you didn't catch that, there's two things that are referenced there that, one, I wasn't, under, I wasn't totally sure. I wanted to clarify because, one, I saw this rock badger was also referred to as a coney. Depending on the version of the Bible you read, this is the um, translation of the ESV in which I read from. If you look at King James, it refers to the coney as a rock badger. Coney would be a rabbit. A rock badger is what's also called a hyrax. It's a mix of everything. It looks like what's called a neutra in the southern United States. It's kind of a rodent thing, but the, the rock badger, this hyrax, is found in South Africa and also found in extreme Southeast Asia. Something we were just referring to as we've been talking about this magog, the Russia, Asia. But it refers to like having feet kind of like an elephant and it's got all these different parts. It's, it's referred to as a mix of everything. This neutra that's in the southern United States looks similar. They're considered pests here. We're not supposed to eat them. We're not supposed to touch their carcass. But then there's the hare. And the etymology hare, H-A-R-E, in general understanding, like the tortoise versus the hare, the, the story of the, the race between the two, we understand a hare to be a rabbit. In its etymology, it's white, gray, or gray-haired. That's a hare. A white rabbit. You could say a gray-haired rabbit. A little bit of an off-white rabbit. It's also another theme, this whole thing with the world is watching this trial for the murder of George Floyd to determine if it was a murder or not, and they're 
prosecuting a man named Derek Chauvin. Floyd means gray-haired. It's the same theme. There's all this stuff about Washington, Washington, D.C. I've walked through that quite a bit of all these different things seem to be keep pointing in that same direction. And now, with the most recent police-involved shooting where another man of color was killed, now they're trying to move the prosecution, the investigation from this what would happen in um, Brooklyn Center to Washington County. It just doesn't seem to be able to get out. There's so much more that has to do with this George Washington. Washington, again, has something to do with the Wausau people from Africa. George being farmer. George Floyd would be, again, George, but he's the gray-haired, which would be like George Washington, Washington County. It just continues Washington, D.C., the Washington Capitol, the Washington Monument, the Arch of Washington. There's just so much. So again, it's this rabbit. Don't chase. Don't eat. Don't touch the white rabbit. But many have been. Many have been following the white rabbit. They've been trusting Jeffrey Zients. They believe in Zions. Spelled different, said the same. I also want to share something, and this is where it made more sense of how this was going to come together. A friend of me, a friend of mine, was reading through Jeremiah 8. And I want to share something. And then she also sent me a message that I want to also share with you because I think it's very profound and fitting in with the time that we are seeing. And it fits in with Jeremiah 8. I'm going to read through verse 4 through 9. I'm going to ask you again, read in full context, not just the part that I pull out here because I don't want to create a verses by only focusing on a few verses, if you know what I'm saying. You shall say to them, Thus says the Lord, when men fall, do they not rise again? If one turns away, does he not return? Why then has this people turned away in perpetual backsliding? They hold fast to deceit. They refuse to return. I have paid attention and listened, but they have not spoken rightly. No man relents his evil, saying, What have I done? Everyone turns to his own course, like a horse plunging headlong into battle. Even the stork in the heavens knows her time, and the turtle dove, swallow, and crane keep the time of their coming, but my people know not the rules of the Lord. How can you say we are wise, and the law of the Lord is with us? But behold, the lying pen of the scribes has made it into a lie. The wise men shall be put to shame, they shall be dismayed and taken. Behold, they have rejected the word of the Lord." So what wisdom is in them? Now I'm going to read what my friend sent. She clearly has been thinking about this and thought this was pretty profound. This is what she sent. We listen to the killer virus, the lies, the deception. None of them repented of their wicked ways. We were stuck in lockdown and had time to pray, read, learn scripture. 
to pray and learn who God is, what Jesus came to do to save us. No, we listened to the TV, found ways to cope and adapt to the new normal. We danced in a time of great deception. We danced and made up anti-COVID songs to relieve the stress of the flesh. Huh? I'm going to add in there also, people decorated masks to cover their face. They didn't question it, they just made it work better. But as we've talked about before, the masks, the same as casting lots, it's forming a covering, a veil. I'll continue. If one cannot see that is, if one cannot see that it is so messed up, then yes, they are living in the flesh. They continue to love the flesh. We were told, in quotes, light at the end of the tunnel. It is a false light. We didn't take the time to seek so we can't find. We didn't take the time to listen, to receive with ears to hear. He kept calling us by name, referring to God. We kept saying, in quotes, our poor money, our social life, focus still on the flesh. He gave us time to repent, alone time. He called, but we kept listening to the false prophets saying, light it to the end of the tunnel. I'm going to also add in there, trust the plan. Get back to normal, they said. It's so true. Watching what is happening in society, people have just accepted it. They've followed this white rabbit down this path, even if they don't necessarily agree or believe they're still following it, or they wear their masks, they cast their lots so others feel comfortable. A friend of mine had said that to me also from Texas. He said that people are talking so often, eh, they don't believe it, but they'll wear a mask just so others feel comfortable. Yet it doesn't seem like They'd go out of their way to help people make or feel comfortable in, in other ways. It seems to be an excuse to follow the white rabbit. There's a fear, like a spell that has been cast across the world. They're following this white rabbit. They're trusting the science. They believe in science. They're following just like Alice did into Wonderland. But in this whole time, I think God was saying, I'm putting a stop to it all. I'm going to give a pause to the world's busyness and give you the opportunity to follow this white rabbit to think that if you get this jab, if you just trust the plan, if you realize or think that there's a light at the end of the tunnel, at the end of this, everything will be back to normal. But yet, from the beginning, they told us these new lockdowns, these restrictions, all these things are the new normal. So getting back to normal? There is no such thing anymore. That's the white rabbit path. But God gave us a chance to put a pause on things, to reduce the busyness, to close schools, to have people work from home so the families were together. Shutting down bars and restaurants so people had meals together again. But people squandered that opportunity. They didn't seem or appear to take the time to 
read for themselves to seek ye first the kingdom of God so that when they ask, seek and knock, it will reveal to us who he is, what our purpose is, what his plan is for us. To understand what the actual matrix is and not to follow a white rabbit, but to follow Jesus, his son. To take the time to read through what did Jesus actually teach. In the midst of all this, not only were the bars and restaurants, schools, businesses closed down so people were working from home, doing school from home, eating and communing with their families, they found ways to avoid that. In the midst of all of that, even the churches were closed. Some still are. It gave the people opportunity to not listen to wolves in sheep's clothing, but to read for themselves. Where do you sit in all of this? As the world, the hook has been put in the jaw for the world to come to battle for this, what appears to be this final battle, this cleansing. Where do you sit? Are you still on the fence? Have you followed the white rabbit down this hole? Because at the end of that tunnel, there will be a light. But it's going to be much more like what we see in the commercials for the Ford Bronco, for the Hummer, the Goddard Tunnel when they had the revealing of that, these things coming up from underneath. The opening of the portal to hell, I think that's where people are going to be chasing this white rabbit to. We see the same thing with the, this whole ship, the Ever Given, on its path to the nether, Netherlands, the underworld. It's an eternal offer. Or are you on the side where you pause and you say, well, what did Jesus teach? What do I believe? Do I believe all these lies? Do I believe the fear that has been perpetrated because of the effort to get people jabbed is a huge effort. The governments of the world have all linked arms to try and get the populations jabbed and out of this, the desperation from these years of, or this year of the quote-unquote virus, the novel coronavirus, this COVID-19. Out of the desperation from the several waves of, as Kissinger calls it, these countries are then going to come to war. We're seeing that. people. There's this built-up, pent-up energy and frustration that is going to be released in a way that is not going to be what people think. Getting back to normal? First of all, is that a good thing in the first place? But I don't think most realize what getting back to normal, a new normal, means. It means population reduction. It means trying to get through to the other side to ride out this judgment. I think that's what we've been seeing in these movies like Greenland. There's a sign in the sky of impending something coming down. The response is to hide in the caves and the caverns. 
doesn't bode well for them. They think they're going to be able to ride it out in this white rabbit hole. And after it passes, they'll be able to come out to this new enlightenment. That's not how it goes. It's more like in that same movie, in Greenland, there's the father of the wife. I don't have the character names in in front of me or in my head, but he says, it's all in the Lord's time. He's not running to the caverns. He's going to hang out on his farm. He doesn't know when his end will be, if it'll be in a day or ten days or a year from now. But he's going to trust the Lord. Hopefully you've been able to think through all this stuff, the narrative, cut through all of the white rabbit noise. Understand what's happening in the world. And that we've been given an opportunity to pause. To use our ears to hear and our eyes to see. To seek ye first the kingdom of God. Read through what Jesus came here to do. His name means rescuer. He came to rescue. He came to teach. He came to be that connection again back to the Father. Have you at least given the respect back to him to read what he came to teach us? If you do, I think you will find what Jesus taught us applies more than you would ever imagine to what we are seeing and how life should be. But it's also a lot different than what quote-unquote Christian churches teach. A very different structure. There's a lot of different doctrines. If you haven't, please do. I mentioned it before, but I call it the, the Matthew Challenge. Read through the book of Matthew. Note everything that Jesus taught to do and everything he taught not to. And where do you fit? Do you believe what he taught? Do you understand the parables? Do you see the signs of the times because we're living in <laughs> times that a lot of us probably wouldn't have really stopped to think about. And when you really look at what is on the, what's about to come on the stage as far as the hook in the jaw from all these nations ready to come to battle, what does that mean? What will a new normal look like once the, all the mighty warriors of the world have come to battle? We covered that in Ezekiel 38-39. It's not just simply a world war like World War I or World War II where then it comes, to, comes together at the end and everybody just rebuilds and moves on the end. So know what side you are before the main battle starts. Because it's going to be a big one. It's going to happen fast. And it seems to be coming soon. Godspeed.